this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Radio. Oh, and do you guys still want me to record an Audacity file on my end, or do you just want to record your end? Uh, I mean, I got recording to Zoom. You know what? If if you're able to record on your end too, that'll help with like uh, Izzy's cough. Editing out Izzy's cough. I mean, what? No. Wanna... <laughs> okay, that should be coming up again now. All right, I'm going to just make sure if my microphone's the active one. And looks like it is. Looks like I got good levels. So, okay, let me stop that one and delete it. <laughs> and then I am starting in three, two, one. Okay, I'm going. Yeah, don't worry. Mine's still doing whatever the hell it's doing. So, oh, no worries. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll, I'll, I'll sync it up in post. <laughs> Sounds good. What let me actually change this to, hold on just a moment. Let me put on uh, some headphones too. So that way it won't get like bleed through or anything. Hello, hello, hello. Problem with audacity is it's out of Siam. Kappa, 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 kappa. Okay. <laughs> like it says it's recording and I'm trying to hit the stop. And usually when it's just not responding, it'll have the not responding. Oh, yeah, weird. Hm, I don't know. What a wonderful free system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is that? You get you what you pay for or something, right? <laughs> something like that. It's like, but at least I have good old dependable Zoom. Yeah. Just jinxing the hell out of it. Like, no, no, they don't want to fuck around. They know I'm about to re-up for another year here in a month. Okay, I should be good now. Hmm. Have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> you mean restarting it? Is that what you're saying, Lewis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every single command is. Okay, wait. Wait, hold on. Just a sec. Just hold that. on. Just a sec. Just hold on. I'm just looking it up in the book real quick. Just a sec. Just a sec. My, just my, my manager's taking the day off. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Hold on. Do we, do we accept cash here? <laughs> oh, it reminds me. When I used to work retail, I was so happy the day we stopped taking checks. They were such a pain. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Oh, so you don't work for the government? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, well, that was an old job. That was when I worked at GameStop and we stopped taking checks. <laughs> I was just, uh, because you know we're it's tax kind of season, right? We, yeah, we're just going through, uh, and I'm like, you know, going through figures, and it's like, huh, this charge was, you know, check number two eighty nine or whatever, and I'm like, huh, let me dust off the old checkbook. Let's see, what yeah. was that for? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, it wasn't taxes last year or the <laughs> year before. Yeah, yeah, it it. It is like that. It's it's always like weird. Is I 
I think I misplaced checkbook or something, but I just go to a bank for a cashier's check anytime someone demands one. I'm like, I guess I'll just go to the bank for this because I don't need them ever, ever again, you know? Yeah. You want to do a COD or something? I could send it to your P.O. box. And... Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How about yourself? I'm doing better. Doing better. Uh, I don't know if Summer let you know or not. I ended up with pneumonia over the holidays, and then this week I picked up another little cold, so it just... Never Oof. stop being sick. Oof, the hits keep coming. That sucks. No, I, I don't think Summer mentioned that. That's a that's a real bummer. Yeah, it was it was really bad. And then uh when I was sick, my doctor was out of town. So the first doctor who saw me just diagnosed me as obese and anxious and told me to uh take some codeine and feel better. Oh, I did hear that part. I did hear the fucking dismissive, just like, ah, fuck it. You're you don't have anything to worry about. Like yeah. anxiety. And then, like, three days later, we went to urgent care because Steve could hear me breathing across the room. And, uh, yep, turns out it was pneumonia the whole time. God. Oh, you gotta hate dismissive doctors. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, like, filed a complaint. I wrote a shit ton of, like, really terrible Google reviews all over the place. uh, To the point that, like, uh, the manager at uh, Ogden Clinic gave me a call to find out what happened. (laughs) Holy shit, wow. So I threw the guy under the bus. Yeah. Uh, when no, I had to go in for my follow-up x-rays, I let all the x-ray techs know what uh, what uh, Dr. Gross said. Literally his name. <laughs> Fitting name for a dick. <laughs> yeah. And then it turns out that he occasionally is at the urgent care clinic. And he saw a friend of mine. Uh, she went in to get a refill on her uh, migraine meds because she didn't realize she was out and had a migraine. And he basically was like, yeah, that just happens to women over 40, so you're just going to have to get used to it. Fuck off. Wow. Like, I have an existing prescription for migraines. That's ridiculous. Wow. Just like, ah, I don't I don't want to have to help women, so, you know, just get used to it. Right? <laughs> I mean, I understand that. <laughs> dick. You understand a good dick punch, too. That's right. Oh! Steve, do you want to grab the beers? Yeah, these ones right here? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. They just seem really far away. But I forget you have gorilla arms. <laughs> oh, I mean that in a good way. I can reach them. My little T-Rex arms. Captain, what'd you find? It's definitely Bravo team, but the tracks end here. They can't just disappear. Where the hell did that come from? Back in the vehicle! It's getting on us! Get here. 
gonna tell me about that? What happened to your family? Their world, they can get into ours. My God. We gotta get home. You with me? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Like from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Uh, we are continuing a pretty random February. Woo! With 2020's Monster Hunter. Woo! Oh, but babe. Steve. We're not alone for this one. Oh, thank God. We had to bring in the expert, the, the video game, the yeah. virtuoso when it comes to video games. Lewis Vagarath, welcome, Lewis. Hey, glad to be here again. Very, always happy to be on. Oh, we love having you. Yeah, and also now I have to ask: uh, Do you play video games? I don't even know. Yeah, oh my god, I assume you do, but uh, oh my god, I play so many goddamn video games. It is my main hobby by far, by a country mile. Uh, <laughs> I have I've dabbled in video game movies too, but uh, they're good for a podcast like this. But maybe not the best if you're looking for the uh, premiere film debuts. <laughs> well, luckily half of them were by the same director, and the other half are Uwe Boll. So you know what? You beat me to the punch. I was going to bring it up. Oh. It's like he's oh. like, yeah, you got between uh, W. S. Anderson, and you got uh, Uwe Boll, and I'll still take Anderson over Boll. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I mean, they, they both have their great qualities. Okay, we'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so okay, so the Monster Hunter video games—have you played those before? Yes, yes, I have played. Ooh, let me actually pull it up here just to see. Uh, let me look up how many hours I have. Oh my! Let's see. Okay, so just so the one that uh, this movie is mostly based on, I have 152 hours in. Oh wow. So, and I played many, many more of the other franchises, uh, uh, like just of the other games of the franchise. Um, and I'm guessing, I know, you know, Izzy, you do have a bit into video games yourself too, but do you have any experience with Monster Hunter? I don't. Um, I always got Monster Hunter confused with uh, Dragon Warrior Monsters, which was like a one-off game that I oh. was made by the same people as Monster Hunter. Um, it was for like Game Boy Color. Um it was kind of a, a mix of like Dragon Hunt or Monster Hunter and Pokemon. And God, that game was really fun. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It was super, super fun. You could like breed monsters and all of that. I remember I, I had a, a zombie, uh, a, a zombie wolf and like a slime dragon and an angry pixie were my <laughs> monsters. That sounds like a Digimon team or something. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of like, like Digimon and Pokemon and then like like just an old school dungeon crawler and yeah, super fun. Okay. Okay, yeah, fun stuff. It it sounds a little bit different in genre from Monster Hunter, um, a little bit. But uh Steve, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and ask you a real tough question here. Uh, with the franchise, uh as someone who doesn't have an experience with it, what do you think you do in these games? I was just gonna say, based on the movie, because that's I didn't know it was a video game before it was announced. Like, oh yeah, Paul W. S. Anderson's next movie is called Monster Hunter. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. It's based on a video game. Oh, I mean, I guess that makes sense, being Paul W. S. Anderson. But 
Okay, I'm gonna guess it's a like an RPG kind of like you you amass a small group, and then it's one of those like you take on the big boss battles, and it's like, uh, oh god, what is it the the games where it's like you hit square or triangle or whatever like at the right time the oh <laughs> like an old school dungeon crawler yeah or are you thinking more like a like a kingdom hearts like a japanese style like may, yeah may, maybe know. a little more like that yeah yeah just a lot of a lot of big flash a lot of like oh first you gotta take out the wing all right now you gotta take out the the i don't know the chest cavity a little bit the, the one weak spot kind of a thing is, is so, it is it am i even close so truthfully told is uh you're actually you're overcomplicating you're going for a too uh, complicated of an answer here it is oh, uh there's a the game is called monster hunter and you are a hunter and you hunt monsters and that is <laughs> god damn it it's staring me in the face that is the plot that is the gameplay that is the main thing about these games is just you are a hunter you get you pick your weapon and you just go start swinging at monsters. <laughs> it's really like just every monster is kind of like a boss fight. It's like a game of just boss fights, really. But just you kind of like you figure out the monster and you like kind of figure out like its moves and weaknesses. But you just there's it. It's an odd choice for to turn into a movie because there's not much to Monster Hunter. It's just like <laughs> you you fucking hunt monsters. What do you want? What do you want? Excellent. <laughs> uh, well, before we get too deep into the movie, babe, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. Oh, I'm still sober. And of course, in honor of this movie, we have <laughs> Strongbow Original Dry Cider. Woo! <laughs> It'll make sense later. Five uh, percent alcohol by volume. Refreshing taste. Is that the Less name of the sweet. cat? No. <laughs> yeah, strong... We'll get to it. Uh, let's see. Any made from a majority of ripe cider apples from our orchards in Herefordshire, England, for a crisp, refreshing taste ingredients hard cider water sugar yeah okay yeah uh enjoy strongbow response response oh yeah responsibly because i can talk and my top oh his top nice <laughs> so much hair and the poor less hair than you think <sighs> this is a beautiful slightly cloudy uh golden beverage it is very effervescent. Effervescent, made from apples. It smells like apples, right? Oh, yeah. Nose. Oh, wow. By the way, this comes in a... This is a man drink, and you can tell because it comes in a matte black Ooh, can. It's a half liter. Good old metric system. Woo! With some gold uh, trim on there. I mean, definitely, this, uh, this drink has a penis. So put it <laughs> in your mouth, guys. <laughs> put it in your mouth and suck them. All right, so yeah, nice, nice and dry. But yeah, there's a little, little sweetness, like the little, uh, like sweet oh, apple yeah. tartness to it. But it doesn't, it doesn't linger on the tongue, as you might think. Yeah, it's not cloyingly sweet. Like it has a very dry finish. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's not as sweet as Martinelli's, but it kind of goes down as easy as Martinelli's. Yeah, yeah, very similar Ooh. like Martinelli's. Yeah, it is dangerous. Are Love you drinking Martinelli. anything on your end, Lewis? Uh, I am doing the adult beverage, uh, the ultimate adult beverage of water, because I'm trying to watch my health. Yeah! <laughs> going hard! <laughs> well, speaking of going hard, Monster Hunter! Woo! Monster as we, Hunter! As we mentioned, from writer-director Paul W.S. Anderson. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he's the guy who's been living my life for the last 30 years? I don't know. Uh, I don't it's know true. Steve, Steve would change... Uh, would swap everything to be Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> I mean, 
Uh, let's see. You might know him from directing such classics as Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! Uh, spoken about on this podcast. Uh, Event Horizon, also talked about on this podcast. Soldier, maybe coming soon. Oh, shit. Actually, I've never seen that movie. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. I hear it's supposed to be like a sequel to, uh, is it Blade Runner? It's supposed to be like a... I or at least in the same universe. I don't know. Uh, Resident Evil uh, and a bunch of sequels. Alien vs. Predator. And, uh, you know, uh, Death Race, which yeah. we talked about a couple of months ago. Yeah. Uh, Three Musketeers, the 2011 uh, version. The, the uh, best version, I dare say. Guys, Orlando Jones. Or, or Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. The other Orlando. Orlando Bloom needs to be a villain in more things. Yep. That's what I learned from that movie. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Pompeii also talked about it on this podcast. <laughs> This, now soon to be talked about on the podcast, <laughs> and coming soon in The Lost Lands. Do you remember what this one's about, babe? Um, no, but I'm picturing the Nicolas Cage, uh, the Nicolas Cage crazy movie. Oh my god. I know. Um, Could you be more vague? <laughs> had, had a title like, like, In the Lost Lands. Oh. Uh, Call oh, of Space? Uh, pr- Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Prisoners yeah, 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 yeah. of the Ghost Land. Yeah, okay. Oh, that, that makes Sorry, sense. Sorry, the yeah. Nick Cage crazy one. <laughs> uh, again, you're still, you got it down to a couple dozen. <laughs> Prisoners of the Ghost Land is pretty fucking wild, but God, it's beautiful. All right, well, In the Lost Lands, coming soon. Is it going to have, uh, is that going to have his wife in it as well? <laughs> uh, the first two words in the description. A sorceress, I'm assuming Mia Jovovich. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Travels to the Lost Lands in search of a magical power that allows a person to transform into a werewolf. Co-written by George R. R. Martin. Ooh. And also starring, along with Mia Jovovich, Dave Bautista. So that's what George R. Ah. R. Martin's been doing instead of finishing Game of Thrones. Exactly. This is like this is like me when I need to like finish writing an email and I'll actually clean the entire house instead of finish it. <laughs> He's like, I'll work on literally anything it's else. Like, it's like I could hit sand, but why? <laughs> when I've got a vacuum. Exactly. He was, he was even doing some writing for video games there for a bit. <laughs> he uh, wrote half of the story for Elden Ring. A lot, a lot of people played that one. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, okay. Well, speaking of based on a video game, this is based on a video game by Konami Fujioka. Uh, apparently, they've made like seven of them. So, yeah, check them out. Monster Hunters. I've never played them. But apparently, they're great. 152 hours worth at least, right, Liz? Oh, yeah. They're tons of fun. Great to play with multiple people. It's just a really fun loop of just, you know, you, you hunt one monster. And uh, we'll get into this more in the movie. They did do some things faithful. Not much. Not much faithful. But they did do some <laughs> things where, like, you hunt one monster and then, like, it gives you different parts and power-ups and, like, you can build more weapons out of it to, like, fight bigger stuff. You know, it's kind of just like a, you know, just fight, just a whole train of fighting monsters. Nice. We've, we've actually watched a couple of movies recently where, where we're just like, oh, no, it's going to be okay because the next vase, they, they just have to break the next vase they're going to find and they'll find some food or, like, a key to somewhere. <laughs> right, or... that's where they get more of the chocolate. <laughs> yeah, that's how they're going to get into the money train or, you know, whatever I'm guessing what Lewis is referring to, the uh, singing of military songs, is the truest Oh yeah. to, this, uh, to the video game. Yeah, There's oh, a lot I'm of singing co- uh, the... The Jughead songs. Oh, uh, there's. I I will complain when we get there. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't complain about this cast. Not a star in the sky for their role in this movie. We have Mia Jovovich as Captain Artemis. Who's she, Steve? Uh, the director's wife. Yeah. You might know her from such things as Return to Blue Lagoon and Cuffs and Messenger: The Story of Joan of Arc. How have we not done any of these on the podcast yet? Babe? Oh wait, we did do. 
That's right. We did the full length commentary of Return to Blue Lagoon. Yeah. Problematic. Ooh. What? <laughs> Even more than the first one, if you can imagine. Somehow. Uh, but but also Fifth Element. In, oh yeah, yeah, she's in Fifth Element. Uh, a couple of those Resident Evil movies. Maybe just a couple of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, he got game. <laughs> you know, all Steve's favorites. Yeah. Uh, also starring Tony Jaw as Hunter. Who's he, Steve? Uh, he is Ungvok Tai Warrior. He is the Protector. Yes! He... If you've ever wanted to see your favorite action hero throw an elephant at a bad guy, uh, watch the Protector. Oh. Oh my god, do I ever. That is a hard sell on that one. Oh <laughs> god, I love the Protector so much. I love Tony Jaw so much. <laughs> uh, let's see, Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Uh, Fast and Furious 7, I want to say, is the one he was in. <laughs> uh, Ron Perlman as the Admiral David Robinson. Who's he, Steve? <laughs> oh, David Robinson? Oh, he was center for the San Antonio Spurs in the 90s. And... <laughs> no, uh, Ron Perlman, let's see. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yep. Uh, he's the, the sayer of the truth or sayer of the law in, uh, Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the name of the king, a dungeon siege tale. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, come oh, on, get to uh, the Hellboy. Good one. Hellboy. <laughs> there you go. That's there. who he is to me. Yeah. yeah he's if, the... if anyone has a more recognizable chin than Brian Thompson, it's Ron Perlman. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to argue Ron Perlman's probably more recognizable right at this moment. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, brief cameo in a gun, uh, no, not Godzilla. Um, Pacific Rim? Pacific Rim, yes. Oh, yeah. right, right. Has Hannibal Chow. Hannibal Chow! <laughs> what a name. Uh, <laughs> that's right, he's named after his, his, what, his favorite book and his favorite Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I love that stupid movie. It's, so it's fantastic. <laughs> Dr. Charlie Day is all you need to know. <laughs> Yep. Uh, T.I., a.k.a. Tip Harris, as Lincoln. Who's he, Steve? Uh, he's a rapper. <laughs> he's a rapist. <laughs> uh, Megan Good as Dash. <laughs> Who's she? Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, she was in the Shazam Fury of the Gods. <laughs> uh, she's in things. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Diego Benita as Marshall. Doesn't matter. He's fodder in this movie. Josh Hellman as Steeler. He's fodder as well. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for the cast. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Lewis, how'd you watch this one? Um, I just rented it on YouTube, paid three bucks. Nice. Yeah, say so it's available on Stars, uh, but nobody has Stars because they canceled American Gods. So yeah, fuck you, Stars. Bring back American Gods. Yeah, so you can get it for three or four bucks at uh, yeah Amazon, YouTube, all those blah blah blahs. And uh, <laughs> all right, so we start this thing up, <laughs> and I was counting the production logos as they were coming up. Any guesses? Um, how Ooh, many? Was there, there was like, I remember four specifically, but that's all I remember. Is he higher or lower? Higher. Yep, six. Uh, uh, but it's like Toho Studios, it's Screen Gems, it's Tencent, like this This got some funding apparently. Um, yeah, and uh, more video game fact things is Tencent is a really big company in video games. They actually just buy out a lot of stuff. They're like one of the largest like purchasers of video game franchises in Japan. Or sorry, not Japan, China. Uh, but they, for example, own League of Legends, which a lot of people play and enjoy. Oh, okay. But they're nice. just like, hey, we'll do movies too. Why not? 
Yeah, might as well. Like, <laughs> oh wait, did the, is Monster Hunter like one of them they bought or uh, that, that's a no Capcom actually? Or so right? or Konami, um, Capcom, Capcom. The, uh, the lovely people who also bring you Resident Evil, of course. Um, they also do Mega Man and Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking ones I've played. There you go. Yeah, some recognizable stuff. Was Capcom one of the ones we saw? No, it was Sega we saw when we were in Japan. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sega yeah, and uh, the, the Dragon Ball Z one. Yeah, who owns Dragon Ball Z? I have no idea. Oh, Dragon I don't Ball know either, actually. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the movie starts. We get some quote about there being possibly, possible new worlds, blah, blah, blah. And then we cut to a pirate ship going through the sand in the desert, <laughs> like cutting through like it's uh, I like like Moon Knight. Uh, even though Moon Knight came out later or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it was just like, ah, Volvort to stop her, blah, blah, blah. And uh, <laughs> so you see Ron Perlman is like the captain of this ship. Or I guess the Admiral. Hello. Bandai Namco. Bandai, yes. They make. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, you're that right. Was, that was the other, the other one. So, by the way, we only knew that we walked past these uh, video game center... Uh, like their headquarters when we were in Japan, because they have life-size fi- statues of their figures out front to pose with. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool! Like oh, we're just so walking funny. back from the bar at like ten o'clock at night, and we're like, "Holy shit, it's the life-size Gohan! We need pictures." <laughs> <laughs> real life saying, "Oh my gosh, he's so much shorter in real life." <laughs> well, I mean, you're a giant, but yeah, I think it was only what, like four feet tall. Say, <laughs> so we also saw that uh, giant Gundam statue or whatever. Yes, it wasn't oh, operational yes. yet, but we did get to see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, um, Japan. In in the movie, though, uh, just back to it real quick. Is this was one of the few moments? Is there are times for like coming from the fan point of view? It's like okay, this is a ship that you see in the beginning of full of the fourth game, and like. The guy who's Ron, like who Ron Perlman's playing, the Admiral, is like, oh, that's like a character you talk to. He's like a cool, muscly, badass guy. So I'm getting like, I'm getting some geek out moments here. He's like, I know that ship. I know that guy. And like, look at their costumes. Like, if I'll give them anything, the costumes and like props they have are, I think they're quite well done from my perspective. But they're also like really true to the games and just have this like neat, you know, kind of like almost like primitive look to them a bit, you know, because they're, yeah. they're made from just like bone and. Uh, leather and all that stuff but i enjoyed just seeing those costumes at the beginning like hey i I know this stuff excellent yeah and a quick question did ron uh did the uh the admiral in the game have david hasselhoff's hair too (laughs) he did he did indeed excellent it was even bigger in the game (laughs) (laughs) they're afraid to go full fro or something in the i think they were afraid they were about to get into drag queen territory Uh, i would even say i mean speaking of dragon ball it's almost like goku looking hair you know just crazy standing up and like super long running down too though Oh yeah, later when he starts like charging up his swords up, I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna go Super Saiyan, it's gonna be great! <laughs> yeah! Uh... So, I know we'll get to it, but, um, Lewis, was this basically a, a really long, boring ad for what could be a good game? It's, oh my god, this is or so... what could be a good movie? <laughs> this is as much Monster Hunter as it gets, and then just, oh my god, the movie goes in directions it really shouldn't have. I... I want to save it for when we get there, but like after this scene, I'll, I'll tear into it a little bit more. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're taking this pirate ship across the sands, <laughs> the sands of the sandy sea, and uh, but then they're attacked. Oh shit! Something's heading us up. And all, all we see is like you know it, it could be a sandworm from Dune, except this fucking thing has horns that like breach every yeah. once in a while. I'm like oh shit, here we Shai go. Hello. Shaihulu <laughs> Diablo. Uh, <laughs> the sleeper has awakened. And yeah, we get this cool scene where like yeah, they're trying to like straighten it out, and 
like uh, Ron Perlman, he goes up to like grab the 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 mast, you know, the was the, the steering wheel of the ship. Was that is that the mast? The mast. The mast. Yeah. And, but okay. then like the the main sail swings over, and he has to like grab that with his other hand, and yeah, you know, he's being badass. Uh, but then oh shit, Tony Jaw got knocked overboard. No. And then we see the ship just kind of like going off in the distance and lightning and shit going. Title card, Monster Hunter. Oh. So then we go to the real world. <laughs> and oh my god, the, I'll, I'll dive. In, I'll take over if you're okay for a sec. There, please, Steve. please. Is uh, we get uh, a bunch of soldiers in a Humvee who are apparently part of the UN, you know, peacekeeper force here. But just this is the point for I'm wondering like, okay, who's this movie for? Because Monster Hunter has a very like light tone. It's meant to be ridiculous, like giant weapons and stuff. But like an example I'll get into that'll come up later is like you can't die in Monster Hunter. Like if your character loses their health, they just get knocked out, and a bunch of cute cats come and put you on a cart and take you back to camp. Like it's very like lighthearted tone. You know, it's just like it's closer in tone to like Pokemon than it is Resident Evil. Honestly, it's it's very goofy. I love um, it. I love that. I want the cats to come rescue. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah no, they're, they're <laughs> maybe they're saving it for the sequel. <laughs> oh shit! Know. It's like it's like Dune. They're they're saving the really freaky shit for the sequel. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's... but no. Then we go we go like straight into like uh, I don't I can't even remember any of the stupid military games like Black Hawk Down, Jarhead, yeah. Zero Dark, yeah. Thirty LSW. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's she, like, she's like a big... Call of Duty fan game here or something, or like a Spec yeah. Ops game. Oh, oh yeah, like, there we what go. The... We get uh, all of them. We get all these characters whose, uh, honestly, most of these names, I remember a couple of them, but uh, let's be real, they are very forgettable. Yeah, when they were, like, the whole, like, basically the meet the team you get is, what do you think about Sanchez? I don't know, Lewis, what do you think about it? Uh, I don't know, Hannigan? <laughs> like, like, they're just going around saying people's names at the end of every sentence, and it's like, uh, all right, well, these guys are going to be dead in five minutes, so it's not going to matter. <laughs> <laughs> They are there to increase the tension of the of the movie and for no other purpose. Yeah, yeah but one but, of the things is uh, uh, Captain Artemis, yeah, Mia Jovovich. I'm just going to call her Mia Jovovich. <laughs> yeah, well, because, like, yeah, I don't know, Captain Artemis. Yeah, she's, like, listening to, like, a Zoom player of, like, I guess the last message of the team they're trying to find or whatever. Yeah, but, like, all right, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think it's the same Zoom, pl- Zoom player, the... Uh, ghost adventures crew uses because mm-hmm. i kind of was like is she trying to listen for uh emfs demonic or voices or whatever right <laughs> somewhere in the background is like uh <laughs> 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 oh so it's gonna bang zach's mom oh no <laughs> ah don't say anything about my mom oh <laughs> it wasn't me it was the ghost man <laughs> also says so it's gonna touch your butt <laughs> Let's go touch you your guys butt, have just gosh. watched ghost adventures <laughs> Um, but anyways, uh, what's going on there is they're, they're part of the modern, like some sort of UN military group looking for Bravo team is what they're going to the desert for. And they're like, they just disappeared without a trace, you know, and they're just, uh, who knows, you know, generic, just somewhere in a desert we're looking for, but whatever. And this could have been really cool. They could have done a whole event horizon thing with this, but they didn't. Oh gosh. It's just. Well, what I have in my notes here is mentioned the, like the cats and stuff. Is my exact notes are military bros is so bad for this setting. This is the series with talking cats that make puns. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, just... I mean it's PG thirteen already. You can have the the cats cuss. I'm okay with it. But 
But anyways, I'll uh, you know, I'll, I'll let you keep going, Steve. But that was just you know, that was my first like, why, 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 why are we doing this? Yeah, and I get like trying to breach like the the real world and the this this other world, the the new world or whatever they call it. But it's like yeah, so they get to the last reported location of the Bravo team, and then all of a sudden they're like. <laughs> oh shit that storm's coming in pretty quick <laughs> and it's a mean looking storm like it's got lightning bolts the size of mountains and shit and it's coming in like 100 miles an hour like all right maybe we should like get out of here they're like trying to drive away but it's catching up with them like it's mad max fury road but uh it, but meanwhile they're going past these like uh there's like these road markers <laughs> made out of stone or whatever they have like calligraphy on the side and uh th- like those are getting lit up when the storm's coming by and then we just get okay the first of many instances in this movie where something is happening that's action-packed but it's just going to be like black screen for a second flash of something everything's in super flow-mo slow-mo like a like a hummer being flipped in the air but it's intermittent with just nothing for a couple of seconds and it's like oh this is thrilling i'm I'm sure it's great in a theater but no one's gonna watch this in theater it came out in 2020 it's it's the effect you would use when a character is passing out but it's overused in this scenario yeah it should have been kittens coming to her aid it should have been kittens (laughs) oh my god if she woke up and kittens were just like running away it would have been like she's being rejuvenated like catwoman in batman returns (laughs) (laughs) oh the dog found dirt look at his nose oh yeah he dug down in there uh, I've also noticed that we are continuing the trend from other uh, movies from W.S. Anderson where you are in horrible, traumatic car crashes and you're just like, oh, I'm going to be sore for a sec. Okay, I'm fine. I'm walking again. Yeah, It is like people being thrown around like they're in a blender when they're in that storm of that car being tossed left and right. It's just like, everyone's good. We're good. Yeah. So that was, a, okay, so when you mentioned <laughs> that like, oh yeah, it's like a Pokemon game where it's just like you wait and you're like healing really quick. Like I was like, okay, that's just part of this new world or whatever because... Like, later on, she's going to be, like, stabbed a couple of times, but, like, an hour later, she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. If me. kittens just ran over, like, gave her a couple yeah. licks and ran off, like, and you still kept the rest of the tone of the movie exactly the same, that would have made, that would have given this movie a whole extra level of weird. Do you know what I'm just realizing? What? Every time it goes to black, like, fade to black, or it's just black or whatever mm-hmm. for a second. So she passes out. That's a cut scene where they had the cats. They had the kittens. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some ways, like, I, I don't get the cats. Like, have you played the video game? No, no one has played this video game. Get, get them out of here. Everybody if my name isn't Jimmy cats. Tencent, <laughs> owner yeah, of Tencent yeah. Productions, yeah. No, the I, I feel like the goal was okay. Well, we'll just name it Monster Hunter to get other people in, but then anyone else who doesn't know better going in is just like, oh, this is like a King Kong or Godzilla type of thing, you know, like a Peter yeah. Jackson's King Kong type of deal. Yeah, they're like we're Dino Dragon things with, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be great. Um. Yeah, so we get the a scene where, like, after the rollover, you, you, you know, the scenes where you get the, the bomb goes off and you get that high-pitched squeal and, like, Yeah, good old tinnitus. Yeah. But now instead of being in the middle of the desert, they're really in the middle of a desert. <laughs> a different <laughs> but, desert. But, but, it, but you know, smaller sand, a finer grit of sand. And they're like, <laughs> what happened? Where the hell are we? And they're like, well, the nearest desert's, like, 50 clicks from where we were before so either we got blown to the other side i don't know the next county over in uh let's say asmanistan uh <laughs> it's a place in expendables 3 look it up yep asmanistan <laughs> but, Did uh, not know that. 
Yeah, they're like, hey, where are we? I, I don't know. The GPS is fried, and I, I don't know. Oh, and even the even the compass is fried, Steve. Oh, that's right. This compass is acting weird, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that's my favorite one. It's just like, even the compass? What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, but then they, like, I don't know, glance their left or whatever, and they see, like, the husk of the vehicles of Bravo Team. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, how long is Bravo Team missing? <laughs> oh, like, oh like a day and there's, or like, two? a rib cage. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, a little later, but yeah. A line that got a little bit of a laugh out of me on this one is uh, they're trying to figure out, it's like, oh, they're all burned up, you know, and like, what? It's like the sand yeah. is glass. What's hot enough for that? And they've left no traces, you know? It's like, there's no traces or tracks anywhere, but that last line specifically, I'm like, you were in the middle of a sandstorm. <laughs> like, you went through that for your vehicle. I don't think there would be yeah. any tracks left. I, you, I said that too, like, you wait five minutes, you're not going to have tracks there, and you know you were there. <laughs> it's it's how the desert is. Also, I thought you were going to bring up the line where, um, I think Mia Jovovich says, uh, uh, okay, because, yeah, they find, like, the glass because, like, the sand got too hot. I'm like, napalm doesn't even get that hot. I'm like, I'm pretty sure napalm gets that hot. I'm pretty yeah. sure it does, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, that's not how you make glass, like, how sand glass looks. It's not just, like, a sheet, a broken sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody dropped a window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so, so they drive off. And uh, this is where we get our uh, our musical number. Lewis, take it away. Oh God, the fucking <laughs> the I don't know or uh, I'm stumbling over my words here because I can't yeah, like, remember. But it reminds me of the, the army. There you go. Pays you pretty good or some shit. Like oh that. no, they won't let me go. Yeah, <laughs> that type of shit. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't know what I've been told, but it's like wait, no, it's not that one. It's another one. <laughs> I don't know what I've been told. <laughs> yeah. But uh, during their singing, uh, we see Tony Jaw in the distance with his giant fucking bow. Yeah, strong bow. The strong bow, like you might say. <laughs> and he spots some of his little uh, little periscope or whatever. Um, but yeah, they're driving along, and yeah, they just kind of pull up to this giant rib cage. That's and they're just like, oh my god, that's like bigger than a dinosaur. There's nothing that big. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're in some kind of like monster world or something bro right and this is where jaw pulls out a strong bow and fires an arrow and it's like a little red chalk kind of thing that like hits one of the bones and of course un response is open fire <laughs> immediate gun violence of just being like there was red misfire yeah. <laughs> we're taking fire Someone's having a festival of color. Get him! <laughs> I feel like if Bravo team is, was left and they shot a flare, they would have just shot him up. It's just yeah. like, dude, you're there to rescue. What are you doing? Suppressing fire! <laughs> Instead, something else comes after him. Mm -hmm. Babe, do you recall what that is? Was was this the the sandworm? Yep. Yeah, the shy yeah. halud. The shy halud with horns yeah. is what I had written down. So they're like, fuck, run! <laughs> Horn hallowed. Uh, and, and but then when it finally breaches, it's some sort of I don't know tricera dragon or something that comes up out of yeah. there. Like it's yeah. got the triceratops head and big old arm wings and Woo! like an anklio tail. Like it's fucking awesome, guys. It's it's pretty neat. And this is this is a staple from the Monster Hunter series. This is Diablos, and he's been in just about every game. He's he's just always a big old like battering ram of a guy. He's uh, always real tough. Nice. But yeah, the uh, the vehicles eventually stop, um, 
I, or, or like like yeah, the vehicle stop, and then they like. I don't know, they, they just start going again, but then they start getting tossed around, and there's one dude who gets, like, skewered on, like, the giant fucking Diablo horns or whatever that they have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but, a, but, of course, as he's dying, he pulls his, uh, his belto grenades or whatever. Yeah! And throws it into his mouth. Boom! This, so this was another part I have written down where it's like, oh my god, a man is, like, impaled through the chest... Is like you know has like drool and like stuff spit coming out of his mouth and commits suicide with grenades and like okay cool action scene I guess for those type of movies but again this <laughs> this series is fucking goofy it's like there's like a little cute little song when you're preparing a steak you got cats who are helping you out like that you know like you do like a prancing dance sometimes when you beat stuff this would be like if you went to the Mario movie and suddenly Yoshi was diagnosed with terminal cancer and you watched a scene where he was, going through, where he was watching him just get diagnosed and like lose all his hair and stuff and they had to like sit on his deathbed. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? What kind of tone is this? Luigi performs Harikiri on himself. <laughs> yeah. I, I have great, brought great dishonor to my familia. <laughs> it's just, oh, a, a weird choice. Very weird choice. Yeah, see, and I, 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 I always just would have figured this was like, yeah, like like Diablo three or something, where it's like, or like Witch Witcher or something, where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's dark, things are gonna die because you know it's all about battles or whatever. But you're like, oh yeah, and then kitties come up and nurse you back to health, and, <laughs> and then you fight the giant grotesque tri- tricera dragon or whatever, you know, no big deal. Yeah. But don't worry, if you get hurt, the kitties will give you kisses until you get better. <laughs> That they will. That they will. But, uh, yeah, so yeah, the grenades go off in uh, the Triceradragon's mouth. Fuck that, though. He's still alive. (laughs) And then he's just chasing the rest of the team to, like, the nearest rock formation. And, uh, yeah, Tony Josh shows up, and he's firing, like, explosive arrows. And the team's, like, cornered in the cave, and the monster's like... And eventually the monster just decides, fuck this, and, like, leaves. And then it's instantly night. And, okay, Lewis, I have to ask. Are the days just like three hours long, or was Mia Jovovich in this move in this new world for like three months? Eh, you got some video game logic here. It's really like whatever mission you pick will just be at mi- at night or day. It doesn't like change in the game. You know, it's just like oh, this is like a night fight, or this is like a day fight, and we'll just like put you in the fight at that point. So it doesn't really like track in the game. But as far as I know, it should be normal day and night compared to like Earth. Okay. Because cause there's definitely a poisonous thing where it's like, all right, they woke up to do one thing in the morning, and then it's like, okay, now it's nighttime. And I'm like, what about, like, the other 12 hours of daylight? Like, did yeah. anything, anything happen? Or, no, we're just skipping that? All right. Yeah, it's it's like later, it's like they set up one trap. It's like, okay, now it's night, and they're back home. It's like, what'd you do all day? <laughs> was it was it just for that one trap? Man, that's a complicated barrel trap. <laughs> right. Yeah, so yeah, the team's still cornered in the cave, and they're like, how many mags do you have? And like, I don't know, I uh, one dude just got fucking snagged by this scorpion spider creature thing that's, you know, the size of a bus. And, <laughs> and Mia Jovich is like, oh fuck, blah, 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 blah. and then she gets hit, boom, she's dead. Roll credits, guys, what do we think of Monster Hunter? <laughs> Our star just died, everybody. <laughs> Apparently it was only dramatic poison that knocked you out, though. It wasn't, like, actual poison. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the kitties came back and nursed her back yeah. to health. No. <laughs> she she got main character poisoned, you know. The rest of the team got, uh, you know, fatal poison. But They I got for realsies poison. I, I, I believe it's called being Frodoed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Uh, more on that later. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, the rest of the team, they're, like, fighting off all these scorpion spider or whatever things, like, in a slot canyon, and Tony Jaw shows up, and he's, he, well, shows up, he's, like, launching grenade arrows or whatever from, like, a mile away, just, like, here, these might help, <laughs> you know? Uh, but, yeah, like, one of the guys gets, like, snagged and, like, ripped in half. Um, <laughs> again, and the kitties don't nurse him back to health. Um, and then yeah we see Mijovovich he just like kind of like wakes up again only to then be stabbed again <laughs> and again it goes to black so I'm like alright roll credits on Mia <laughs> <laughs> this movie movie went by quickly um, but yeah she comes to and she's like in a cocoon you know kind of like Lord of the Rings in I don't know maybe the exact same location from Lord of the Rings maybe in a little spider set. nest yeah <laughs> but um yeah, I, I don't know. The, she, she like, flirps out of the little cocoon sack that she's in. F- flirps out is the word for it, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then the, like, next five minutes is her, like, oh, God, it's... <gasps> like, she's on the verge of vomiting because it smells so bad, I guess. And I'm like, all right, setting the atmosphere. Since you can't do it, like, in 4D. I don't know. And this is um, where I, I wonder, did they not tell the director, it's like, no, this isn't this isn't Resident Evil anymore. This is supposed to be a new thing. This is Monster Hunter. Because horrible monsters, like, trapping you in a gross cave and dead bodies everywhere. I'm like, we're getting Resident Evil tones here. It's it's yeah. like those movies. Like, it's supposed to be horrifying. And I can't emphasize enough, goofy cartoony movie. More Saturday morning cartoons <laughs> is, like, is what we're supposed to have for the game. So just seeing this was, like, it was a trip, man. It was real weird. Yeah, I I never would have guessed this was like a, a like like no, a like a Pokemon game like like rated yeah. E for everyone kind of thing. No, yeah. no, I definitely yeah would have put this in like yep, this is uh, this is another one of those uh, deep six military or yeah. like Halo with monsters. You wake up in a cave and like it's a first person shooter where you're just pop 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 taking out all these like spider things coming at you or you know whatever blah blah blah. And it's like okay, here's the big boss battle. You got to take out the arm. You know, the legs first, and then the little soft spot behind the ears, and then you gotta go for the eyes, and then plant the grenade in the beehole, or, you know. Right. <laughs> it is, it is a little bit of that. I'll, I'll give you that, yeah. but just, it's it's all campy and just, like, cartoony, I would say. But um, even actually, something that took me a while to realize as a fan is, again, someone put more than 100 hours in these things, is those spider monsters is, normally you're kind of fighting just one guy at once, but they say the name of them later, they're Nursilla, is what they're called. And I'm like, oh my god, that's supposed to be Nursula? Nursula's like this giant, like, goofy-looking spider that has, like, a bunch of gems on its back. They're, like, bright purple. And it's basically using its webs to do, like, wrestling moves, where it's, like, using it like the ropes of an arena to fling itself at you, you know, and, like, do body slams. And, like, <laughs> like slingshot itself at you. Whee! Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, it's it's this now? It's a horrifying, like, body horror? Like, kidnap you? What is happening? Oh, it straight up murders, like, most of her team. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so, oh, yeah, so, uh, so the corpses important... that are there in the lair, was that like Bravo team? Uh, I know two of them were her people. Oh, okay. yes. Uh, that yeah, like slid out of the cocoons. And then, yeah, I think like the skeletons were supposed to be part of Bravo team. Oh, and then okay, okay. I think sense. we're supposed to think it's also Tony Jaw's family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, important note um, across these uh, W.S. Anderson movies, don't be on Mila Jovich's team. It does not go well yeah. for you. She'll be okay. You will not. She gets high turnover. <laughs> she does. I mean, Michelle Rodriguez is only in like one of those movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Even uh, even the guy from the Mummy is in like two. Arnold Vosloo? <laughs> no, uh, Omed Fair. Oh, the, the guy oh. who was too sexy to hide behind a yes, mask. Yes, I'm sorry. You say the beautiful. Well, if you say the beautiful one from the Mummy, that's uh, also not much uh, clearer. I, I'm sorry. I should be more specific. Uh, Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo, <laughs> the the star of that movie that isn't Rob Schneider. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I think his name is like Omid Fair, but yeah, anyway. I, th- I think it is Omid Fair. Yeah. He is a beautiful Oh, that's right. He man. popped up in like a C- uh, CSI or something like that for a season, I think. Oh, gosh. Everyone pops up in CSI. Though. Exactly. Like, that doesn't help. Uh, anyway, uh, so, uh, yeah. A she joke was... I made. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. No, no. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Is, uh, a joke I made as well was uh, to, uh, I was actually watching this with Summer. She just, you know. Or they don't want to really want to be on the podcast, unfortunately. Don't know why. You can cut that out. You don't have to. <laughs> but, just uh, trying to avoid us. I get it. <laughs> I think they just don't like to be recorded. You know, they just want to like goof on in, in real life. But yeah, anyways. she wants to have a political career. Or yeah, they do. They do. Sorry. They yeah, do. They, yeah, they yeah they do, they don't want anything committed to uh, to tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the joke I was making at that time is like maybe maybe uh, Anderson was like. Hmm, okay, I need to have an action movie with my wife, and she's got to have a team. But then while they're in the middle of filming, he's like, hmm, other men near my wife. They must die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sounds about right. Only Ron Perlman, who's not that threatening. <laughs> Hellboy, you can stay. You're and maybe Tony Jaw, who could fit in her pocket. Right. <laughs> so uh, but... I, I will say um, there's one Rob Schneider movie, Lewis, that you do need to watch. Oh, don't tell me that. I don't want to watch Rob Snyder movies. <laughs> There's a movie where he teams up with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay, okay. And they are fashion designers. What? Working in Hong Kong, making bootleg jeans. It's called Knock Off. What? Why? It, that's a, it's, that's a it's, weird It's combo. an action movie. <laughs> okay, that makes no, more sense now. That's how it starts. <laughs> that's... Why... That's a baffling start for an action movie. Yeah. I'm intrigued. And like, it's a cast where it's like, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, like, an Academy Award winner Paul Servino shows up for a bit, too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you're going to watch a Rob Schneider movie, I recommend Knock Off. Okay, that, that'll be the top of my list of Rob Schneider movies. Yeah, not Demolition okay. Man. Well, all right, Demolition Man's number two, but he's barely in that. Barely. Uh, oh yeah, so 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 Mia's, <coughs> Mia's, lo- Mia's looking around these caves. She's finding all these corpses, but she does find Ti, one of one of the people from her team. <gasps> Ti, what are you doing here? And he's like, I don't know. I I don't feel so good, boss. I can't feel my arms. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my chest hurts. And I'm like, chest bursters. Yeah. Thank you, sushi. Sushi, just sit, dude. He's got to take to China real quick. <laughs> okay, buddy. But yeah, he's having little uh, little scorpion babies just burst out of him. <laughs> Again, not Kitty's coming to help him. <laughs> no, no, like, and it's something in the game. It's like there's bug monsters, but it's something where you like shoot them with a slingshot and they just go away. But it's like, what is this body horror? What are we doing? Yeah. So, how many chest bursters are there in Monster Hunter? <laughs> None. None ever. <laughs> not even yeah. Kitty's popping out of your chest. <laughs> no. No. I mean, it's funny. They the the biggest change they've done to that kind of stuff is they added dogs in the most recent game because everyone was like, "Why do I have, we have cats but we can't have dogs?" They're like, "Okay, there's dogs." Yeah, there's puppies. And there's puppies now. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but meanwhile, on this one, he has these little things bursting out of him. But then the mommy comes in and is like, "Hey, what are you doing? You're messing with my nursery." And right. he's like, "Go! I'll take care of this one." Like runs in there just to be torn asunder. But <laughs> mm-hmm. also, doesn't that mean that she has babies inside her? 
Sure. Uh, Again, she got the she got the main character injection. She didn't get the other character injection. Okay. <laughs> That's my only answer. Yeah. So yeah, that guy gets eaten in. Meanwhile, uh, Mia Jovovich does a little makeshift flamethrower, I guess, with her flare and hairspray that she had. I don't know what the fuck she pulled out of there. I, I, don't, I don't know, know, but she had it in her butt, as far as I could tell. I mean, <laughs> nature's pocket. But uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, she ends up like crawling to the exit, like it's the end of the descent, and she's crawling out there, and you see this little this giant monster thing crawling up behind her, and it snags her and it starts pulling her back into the cave. Yeah. But then she's like, "Fuck this!" And uh, oh, that's right, the spider's like on fire because of the little flamethrower thing. So she grabs like one of like her magazines for her gun or whatever, throws that at him, it goes off like fucking firecrackers, like <laughs> and popcorns him to death. Yeah, that's right. And launches bullets at her too, like oh shit. But, uh, yeah, she gets free, gets out in the sunlight, and, yeah, she's instantly, like, taking all of her clothes off, and I'm like, God damn it, Paul Anderson, every time. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, she's checking for those babies, like, making sure they're not crawling out of her, like, oh, oh, fuck, oh, oh, no, okay, okay, I'm clean, okay, I'm clean. I mean, granted, I would probably do the same thing. Yeah, but then we see these little, uh, scorpion spider things. They can't go in the sun, I, I guess. Okay, cool. Yeah, can that guy not go in the sun? Uh, not a thing in the games. Also, not a thing in the games. <laughs> All right. Don't know. Don't know what that detail was for, other than, I mean, at least this is the part where I kind of divide the film up into parts in my head, where it's like, okay, this is the end of the Resident Evil section, where it is horrifying body horror, people are dying, you know, blowing themselves with grenades, using like guns, and this is kind of where that part ends. But it's like, okay, you know, you're in the daylight, you're safe for a little bit, it doesn't get as horrifying from here out. Yeah, because yeah, we have to pass out again. We need to have the pass-out cutscene. Of course. Well, before she passes out, though, she realizes, oh, man, my ankle's hurt, and there's no kitties to lick it better. Uh, Lewis, how does she take care of this? Oh, gosh, she get an agonizing scene of her putting gunpowder on her wounds and then lighting on fire, which, also, I think that would just explode. I don't yeah. think that would cauterize wounds. I'm like, this is how you lose a foot, ma'am. Right? Aren't you supposed to not hold on to firecrackers? Yeah. Or plant so. one in your ankle bones and then just let it go? No. Yeah, Lewis, how many times do you have to sear your wounds closed with gunpowder in the original Monster Hunter? <laughs> not once. You, you drink a po- Like, literally, you drink a potion that game and it's a thing that people complain about but your character does like a little like pat on their belly and flex thing and be like oh I'm better people like don't like it in the games because it takes up too much time but it's like no you're <laughs> you're fucking goofy it's just like it's silly it's oh my gosh it's baffling baffling so, so if in, in the new one you had to slice your wound open more pour gunpowder in it and light it on fire you would not consider that an improvement no no I wouldn't uh, that's I think the actual <laughs> so, you no, know, if the kitties actually, cut you open, poured gunpowder in there and bit it, <laughs> would that make it better? I mean, I'll, I got another example of like over the top goofy. There's a there's a shark guy who's an enemy that he he wears ice for armor. It's really cool, but once you break the ice, the shark sucks up a bunch of water, turns into like a big old water balloon looking thing, and tries to roll over you. This is the tone we're dealing with in these games. <laughs> this is this hilarious. This is the cartoon logic we're dealing with. Just. Oh my god, so weird. <laughs> well, you know, after, I don't know, blasting her wound closed, um, she climbs to the top of a mountain immediately after to, like, you know, get her bearings, and she looks around, and god damn it, there's nothing as far as the eye can see. Oh, well, there's that giant rib cage over by earlier. Oh, there we go. Uh, we but, can navigate by rib cage. Yeah, we'll say that's north. <laughs> but, uh, 
But yeah, then then she like tosses a rock into the sand, and uh, the monster jumps up out there, like, uh, and I'm like, oh cool, we got tremor rules in this game. Yeah, okay. exactly. tremor rules. Cool graboid. <laughs> yeah. How many how many graboids are there in Monster Hunter? Uh, honestly, Diablos is probably the closest thing you get to him. The the guy you saw in the movie is about as close as you get to graboids. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, you got ass blasters, obviously. Obviously. Well, you know, Steve, if you've got ass blasters, you've got graboids. Everything I learned from Charmers 5. Episode 1, baby. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so yeah, then she's like looking around like, man, I could really go for some water. Oh, look, there's something that appears to be water. Nope, that's basically straight urine, it looks like. I would rather die than drink this water. Thank you. Yeah, I'll die the old-fashioned way of dehydration. Thank you very much. And we also noticed that, uh, you know, Tony Jaw's watching from a distance still like, hmm, I wonder what this trick is. And then she stumbles upon like the the ship wreckage. Like there's like four or five like busted up ships on these uh, these rocks or whatever that she's on. And, yeah, uh, I, I will say like this movie's awfully dark for something that opened up with a sand ship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like high sand pirate adventures type of stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's like the pirates of dark water, except the pirates of white sands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we instead of going for like a. Ch- uh, Treasure Planet vibe we ended up going with Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, eventually she's, like, checking out the ship, but then, uh, Jaw gets the drop on her, and we get a whole big fight where they fight each other. Oh, Tony John Miachovich, oh my god, it's everything oh, you want it to be. Oh, this is why we paid money! <laughs> Especially when she makes Tony Jaw stab himself. Oh, oh. And then kitties jump out. Yeah, no kitties to help him, though. <laughs> You know, tussling on the ground, fighting for the weapon, doing sick flips, you know. And this is why I said, uh, this reminds me of, like, I have different sections for this. To me, these fight scenes, like, okay, now we're going into, you know, Anderson's made Mortal Kombat movies. So we're in the Mortal yeah. Kombat section now. Still exactly. not Monster Hunter, but, it, you know, I'll take I'll take over-the-top fight scenes instead of, you know, horrible grenade suicide and bug infestations. Yeah. Yeah, eventually, you know, Tony Jaw, like, does a spinning back kick to her face or whatever and ties her up. Um, and I don't know, we get a whole scene where he like, basically like takes her to like this, uh, this cave hideout that he has where, you know, there's a little bit of water, um, you know, just like, like filtered through the, the cave rock or whatever, I guess. Uh, but, but he like takes a sip of the water and then like gurgles it about, just kind of like mocking her and he like eats some moss off of the side and that I guess is the food that sustains them there in the yeah. the new world. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Simpsons episode. There's uh, we don't have to eat the hog. We can eat the delicious. He's eating the moss off those rocks, and there's enough delicious moss for moss for everyone. Yeah, and then there's a scene where I swear to God he wads up a ball of wasabi and sticks it into his open wound that he stabbed himself right next to his heart. Yep. So Stephen Izzy, if you had to pick between the two, are we are we going with? cave gross stuff are you sticking the wound or are we going for gunpowder cauterization which is the better healing method oh I mean, i've been in caves i think i might be going for gunpowder <laughs> can i do you, both have you guys smelled a cave like a real cave well yeah i don't think so mm, that's shit there yeah say mm. fermented guano yeah oh, guano. <laughs> yeah have you ever smelled a penguin habitat at the zoo ooh, ooh, yeah yeah comparable <laughs> Okay. Damp and gross. Oh yeah. Oh, and then because there's the the bat guano, there's a whole series of little worms and bugs that live in the bat guano that cover the cave floor. Oh, thanks. I hate it. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, caves? Like, they have an ecosystem. Guys, don't have an open wound in a cave. You know how people respect <laughs> the deep ocean? You should respect caves the same way. You should go, wow, that is beautiful. I'm glad you sustained yourself, and I want to stay as far away from it as possible. <laughs> you do your thing, I'm going to be at home. Exactly. You know what I like? Ritz Carlton's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the whole scene, like, yeah. He, John meditates while, uh, I don't know, Mia Jovovich, it, you see she has like a little razor or like a sharp piece of rock or something, I can quick tell, but she's like working her ropes or whatever. And then we just cut to morning and uh, Mia Jovovich is out of her restraints. What? And then like clocks Tony Jaw, ties him up. And then like, she's like, oh, I thought you were pretty fucking clever, huh? You know, like kicks over his water and he's like, oh, you dumb bitch. Oh. But you know, uh, <laughs> and then like his little like meditation meditation uh, altar or whatever he has she like slaps some dolls off the side and he's like nope fuck this and like <laughs> I, I don't know like his hands are still tied but he does the thing where he like jumps over his yeah. his hands or whatever to like you know be able to fight with his hands as a club and they just fucking fight and the best thing about this scene is like there's no score and it's just the sound effects but it's like the ridiculous like Mortal Kombat sound effects of like whenever they hit it's like whoop whoop <laughs> exactly exactly that's why that's why it's the that's why it's the mortal Kombat part of the movie yeah he's remembering oh his God. other movies yeah but if, but if you think in the background there was <laughs> it's indeed the theme yeah <laughs> and he starts going through the names of all the monsters diablos nursila nursila rapalos Monster Hunter! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, eventually, you know, uh, eventually Jaw, like, uh, like, gets kicked into, like, one of the holes where, like, the scorpion spiders are, like, just outside of the opening because it's daylight or whatever. Um, and, yeah, Mia ends up, like, saving them, and I don't know. They just kind of, like, bond over a Hershey bar she pulls out of her butt. By the way, the... <laughs> When she pulls out that Hershey bar, me and Izzy were both like, no, that shit's melted. Don't even no, try, Ruby. Literally, the desert conditions are why the military had M&M's invented. Look it up. <laughs> yeah. Eat a hard candy shell. Yeah, it protects them. They melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Yeah. But, uh, Does they... no one remember this? I do, I do. Yeah. But, you know, they're friends now because you can't really become friends until you have a, a fight where you end up saving them from evil monsters or whatever, right? Um, they're like, all right, cool, we're friends now. Hey, we got some weapons over there in my Hummer. We should go over there and get them. And Tony Jaw's just like, nah, nah, we're good. But, 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 by the way, they're not really, like, I think he's speaking Thai and she's speaking English, but they're like, right? you know, they're like kind of miming what's going on here. Um I just and, uh, I get flashbacks to the last movie I was on for. <laughs> Getting some 65 vibes. <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> we got, we got yeah. more people bonding over different languages. And like Mila's doing the Adam Driver thing of just being like, I'm going to keep speaking to you in English and not understanding why you don't understand me. <laughs> but if Dude. I sound more like a Karen, maybe that will help. Yeah. <laughs> I so believe this was, does not help. this was the part where we were like, this movie is set so that like... If you need an incomprehensible language, uh, Filipino Tagali would be perfect for this. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, eventually they play charades or whatever. To where Jaw basically is like, hey, so we need to get the poison from one of these 
score spiders or whatever and then we get it on an arrow and that helps slow down the diablos the you know the the shy halud with horns or the tricera dragon whatever the fuck it is i think tricera dragon's probably i think that's the closest fit for it for just seeing a lot of it that, that fits pretty well yeah but then like oh man how are we gonna get the 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 poison from one of these score spitters score spiders whatever or what nursitas or whatever <laughs> Cut to Mia Jovovich singing another one of them goddamn army things, says bait. And shows she starts like, I'm assuming, right after that fight in the morning. Nothing happens until nighttime. Yep. So was it a three hour day or was she out there for twelve yep. hours in the heat going, Oh, no, I, think hey, she went out, I think working. she I think she went out in the evening. No, because she started in the day. It was daytime. Or, yeah, or, or like a dusk or something? Uh, okay. I think it was dusk, yeah. I think it was dusk. Uh, okay. Alright, fine. That's my best guess. Alright. But then, uh, yeah, so then, uh, I don't know. They One of them comes out uh, eventually, and they like snatch it up in like a little lure, and Tony Jaw comes from the fucking top rope with his giant sword that's like twice the size of him. <laughs> <laughs> and like Macho Man just chop right down the fucking middle of the... <laughs> This thing's head. So then we're uh, back at camp, and I don't know. Um, we get Jaws' kind of backstory because you're like, "Hey, so you know, we, we well, home, home. When you get back home, is anyone there?" And he's just like shakes his head, like, "No, no family. I don't know." Cool. So then it's morning again, <laughs> and and now they can get the poison again. What were they doing here in the night? Why didn't they get the poison out of the sack or whatever? Then they have to be fresh. Who knows? And then, my favorite thing about this is like, alright, so they get the poison, they got the arrow, they got ready, and she's, you know, they're both standing there, like, seeing the Diablos kind of drifting through the sand or whatever, and she's like, let's do this. And Tony Jaw looks over and goes, huh? Uh, no, never mind. <laughs> that was alright. I, I can always enjoy that a little bit of, like, it's cliche, it's, it's been done before, but it's like, ah, it's cute, it's fun. Yeah. Um, uh, this is actually a part two where this is probably one of my more favorite scenes is them getting ready to hunt Diablos is this is more what the games are like a bit. And again, not that the movie has to be exactly like the games, but part of what you're doing is you're figuring out the monster's weakness, you know, like, Oh, this one doesn't like poison, you know, that'll help slow it down. And they're like figuring out a trap and they're watching its behavior type of stuff, you know? Um, yeah. and like you hunt one monster that gives you a part to fight another monster. Like, Hey, you know, this is kind of more what you're doing. This is kind of what it's about. Ooh, so you become a monster poacher? Pretty much. Well, it's funny <laughs> enough, most of the games have a very environmentalist message, which you wouldn't expect, because, like, you're killing the wildlife. But usually they make an excuse like, oh, this monster's hurting other monsters, or it's, like, going out of control, or it's, like, putting the environment in imbalance. So it's almost like, I don't know, it's like those people who are like, I hunt deer because, you know, they're overtaking this area. So they try and go more for that angle where it's like, no, we're we're hunting everything, but we're doing it. I hunt deer because they took their jobs. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's, it's, Strangely enough, it's, like, a lot of, like, ecology and just, like, studying the monsters and what they do and, like, trying to bring peace to the world type of stuff. You know, kind of, again, Saturday morning cartoons, you know. See, I yeah. love it. And this could have been a fun movie with that. That's what I was talking about with Summer as well. Is Like, I mentioned them, like, okay, this is kind of what the games are about. You know, this is, like, oh, there's a monster throwing things out of whack, you know, and this one's going on a rampage. What's happening? It's out of its habitat. It's, like, 
And Summer's like, I would have watched a movie about that. That sounds cool. I'm like, me too. Okay, it's not just <laughs> being a game nerd. It's Other people would want to see that too. Okay. Well, and see, instead they're gearing up for a boss battle like it's a Rambo sequel or something and doing like target practice and doing the, you know, she's... Uh, Tony Jaws like showing her how to use like the arm blades or whatever, like two of them <laughs> at the same time. And yep, yeah, it, it, it's funny they actually did pick a big part of the games too. Is like you get to choose your weapon you want to use. Like you can use that giant bow, you know, for example. Um, for example, that sword he has that he sliced the spider in half with is just called the Great Sword. And how they toned it, and no joke, they toned that down. That sword is normally twice as big in the game. They've just made yeah. it stupid, okay. just stupid looking. Um, but they gave her the the one that makes the most sense. I actually appreciate this. Is it's just called the dual blades? You know, it's just two daggers you run around with. But it's like those look the least silly. Those look like something someone could actually use. You know. Well, well see, you say that, Lewis. But when you put them together and they start, I don't know, <laughs> heating up or whatever. The fuck, what's that about? <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, well, more video game. Lot. This is what something I was surprised they included. Is like, hey, if you like hunt a fire monster, you can get like fire weapons. You know, you hunt an electric monster, you make stuff out of them, you get. You know, you get electric weapons, so it's like I'm surprised okay. they put the elemental weapons in there. That's that's a little weird, but I guess they I guess they got to come up with a reason. It's like, why are these like little bone daggers better than the, you know the giant machine guns they were using on the Humvee? It's like, yeah, you, you, magic. You, well, see, usually for that though, you got to like get the <coughs> blades like in the bat guano and set them on fire, and then go running into battle right? with your burning blades. Yeah, blade. yeah, but, you'd think, but I guess just inherent in magic. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more that these are the the native weapons. So they're better adapted. Yeah. Okay. Our Western weapons are no good. That's right. They're imprecise. <laughs> they control you their explosions gun. in this world. Yes, it's a full specialist. Yes, bullets are imprecise. I hear you control your explosions. <laughs> so in this case, they uh, they like just launched this uh, barrel full of sand or whatever as like a diversion or whatever for the Diablos, and then they just like start running the other way. <laughs> And and again and again when they the, like goes under the sands chasing after him like no no you have to have erratic movements otherwise Shyhalud will find you yes you must walk without rhythm that's right go full white man but uh, <laughs> instead they just like stop when it gets too close and then it's like okay maybe it doesn't know we're here I don't know but nope jaw like ends up running to like draw it away or whatever. And I don't know. He he drops his little uh, his little dolls at, like his little, from his little altar, and he has to like double back to get it. But then that's when the th the Diablos breaches. Oh no! But like as he's falling, he like shoots an arrow and like hits it in the eye, and it's just about to go after him. But then Mia Jovovich shows up with a fucking railgun because <laughs> she got it from her Hummer or whatever, right? And, and then for some reason, not not very effective. Don't know why. Just yeah. you can assume magical weapons work better. Yeah, you gotta aim for the eyes, apparently. That's the weak spot, right? But, <laughs> oh yeah, and Tony Jaa ends up dodging the, like, ankylosaur tails that, like, whips around, and I, I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, you get, the, like, uh, you get a real, like, Matrix dive where he's, like, on his knees, you know, and sliding under it. Yeah. Oh, that's right, and then he grabs, like, the, the M60 fucking rocket launcher or whatever. <laughs> Boom! Nope, doesn't even fucking phase it. <laughs> and it ends up, like, rolling the Hummer that she's, like, standing behind. Uh, I don't know. And then Jod, like, jumps on the head with the, the, the giant sword or whatever and, like, splits right down his fucking skull right between the, the horns. 
but apparently not deep enough. I don't know. So he gets tossed, but then Mia comes in with some sort of grappling hook or whatever to like Batman her ass up there and take it down further. And when do the kitties show up, Lewis? <laughs> I mean, slight spoilers. There is at least one kitty. I was very surprised. Yes, that, oh uh, my God, there, there is a cat in this. I am very surprised they were, so, would allow that. Lewis, I'm going to tell you something right now. We saw this uh, when it came out on uh, video or whatever. So like eh, a little under three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I did not remember the cat popping up later. I, and I'm I like, wait, so, did yeah. we finish this movie? I was so mad at this movie. I forgot the cat chef too. Yeah. <laughs> There's a... Uh, We'll, we'll get to it, but uh, there's a fun fact about that cat chef. I'll tell you later. He's a he's an important character in the games. Funny enough, I mean, he's it a makes sense. Cat. It makes sense. That I assume he's the lead in the sequel. Uh, it, not quite. Oh, <laughs> they they make it seem like that, but uh, no, he normally uh, more nerdy game stuff. But he actually never fights in the sequel. He just kind of hangs out oh. back at home base. Oh, boo. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yeah, so they dropped the Diablos by, I don't know, putting a 12-foot sword between its brain pan. Yeah, apparently, and, the, uh, uh, apparently they didn't go deep. Apparently the brain was, like, below way more skin or something, because she really had to push it in there for it yeah. to stop. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and yeah, Jaws, like, knocked out cold. Um, and a storm's approaching. Oh, no! And then, I don't know, she just starts, like, flaying this Diablos or whatever, just, like cutting off bits of it and then it cuts to black and i'm like okay roll credits i guess what what do we think of monster hunter no well, what i it, what i thought is i thought they were gonna go the tauntaun route i'm like are they gonna like go yeah fight it? <laughs> yeah like that's the new cave <laughs> yeah but uh, like it no, smells as bad as the other one <laughs> right mm, guano yeah you know, uh, no, we're, we're just making a in there <laughs> We're just making a sled. That's all they're doing. Yeah, you just make a little sled to drag Jaw on through the sandstorm. Uh, and then Jaw starts coming to, like, I don't know, having dream and, like, visions of his family or whatever. Um, and then, and then yeah, we cut to Mia, like, using a med kit, like, under a blanket as the sandstorm still going. But, like, every single thing is, like, a little bit of a scene. Black silence for, like, four seconds. Oh, back to a little scene. Black silence for four yeah. seconds. Again, this is where I assume they cut kitties out of the movie. <laughs> yeah, they help like, set up a camp. <laughs> she pulls out the med kit and like the little kitties like helping her do stitches and shit. Uh, you know, <laughs> click, click, click. Yeah. Fun fact about those cats is uh, they mentioned it later, but they're called palicos because they're your pal. <gasps> Palico kitties. <laughs> and see, yeah. we have. You're, you're gonna make my wife buy these games. You know <laughs> There's actually, so, a small tangent, but there's actually a knockoff game, or just like a spin-off game from it, called Monster Hunter Stories, which is even more, like, bright and colorful and cartoony, but it is literally Monster Hunter, but Pokemon. You capture the monsters Monster and you use them to fight. babies, they're coming <laughs> for you. You could even get a little Diablos to fight other monsters for you, but it's just a, it's just a Pokemon knockoff. But it's a pretty good Pokemon knockoff. Well, there you go. Uh, so yeah, then we cut to morning and they emerge from, I don't know, being buried in the sand with no air for a couple of hours, I assume. But uh, they come out and, uh, I don't know, Jaw just kind of like jumps up out of there and starts walking off. Um, Doesn't she like set up like an IV or something in him too or something weird like that? Yeah, I think from the med kit or whatever, like under the yeah, blanket. Was... Yeah, Also strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he gets up and walks off and she's like, well, you're welcome. And then they instantly are at an oasis, and I'm like, this isn't real, right? 
Yeah, you figure this was like a dream. It's like, when you've seen that from super high up, how long were you walking? Who knows? Yep. And then we see a whole bunch of ankylosaurs or uh, aceros, I guess, right? Yep, yep, right aceros. Right? Those are the those aceros? are things you make uh, steaks from in the game. Those are your main, mm. like, source of food. <laughs> Ooh, so just like in Pokemon, you eat the slowpoke tail. Wait. Yeah. You're not supposed to eat the slowpoke tails. Well, if you're on Team Rocket. <laughs> yeah, but there's plenty of fresh water, and Tony Jaw's like, yeah, help yourself, Mia Jovovich. Mm-hmm. Jump scare of, I don't know, some hammerhead sandfish thing jumping out at her, but of it's course... It's like a dragon. Yeah, but Tony Jaw just chops that shit in half, like, immediately and puts it on a rotisserie. <laughs> and then points her and goes, ha ha ha, bait! Yeah. So he gets the this concept is, of bait, we love it! This is, this is the one joke we have, I hope you like it. <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, they so they're cooking things like the little campfire or whatever, and like, and they're both like looking at this. Oh, by the way, did we mention this giant tower that's like in the distance and may or may not have Sauron's eye watching them the whole time? <laughs> no, it's just lightning going to a tower. But it's like every every I don't know every ten minutes or so they'll just kind of show it in the distance. And now they're actually like, so so what's that tower? Is that like the way for us to go home or whatever? Yeah, I guess so. Cool. Anyway, you want to pass some of that aceros or whatever? <laughs> oh, that's right. They're constantly referring to food as chocolate because that's like the one word he knows from uh, from the Hershey bar earlier. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, and when Tony Jaw pulled out a flask, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Oh yeah, and he has like a strong drink. It's like implied to be alcohol. It's like, oh okay. <laughs> yep. And so it's nighttime again, and this is where I've written down once again. So is it four hour days, or has she been there for a week and a half already? <laughs> Who knows? The movie doesn't. I don't either. <laughs> but then, uh, I don't know, they're trying to get a little sleep, but then something's happening. What the? What's happening? Holy shit, flaming ankylosaurs running through the forest and stampeding through their camp. Oh. And wait, look, there's Ron Perlman with... Is he starting the fires? Yeah, why was Ron Perlman sword? lighting the Ankylosaurus on fire? For me. I guess. I guess, right? I guess. He's getting I... stakes? Well, there is part of it before that, um, where the, he, you get a little bit of a scene, too, where you kind of heard where, um, where you hear about his family dying, and he's like, oh, he mentions, oh, that's, uh, oh, gosh, why am I blanking on the name now? He's the poster boy. God, the dragon. The uh, others? Ah. What was that? Wait, what, Diablos? What? Not Diablos, no, the flying dragon that breathes fire. Oh, Rathalos or something? Rathalos, thank you. Rathalos. Oh, yes, yes. Um, def- the poster boy for the franchise, by the way. That is like the yeah. monster for Monster Hunter. Um, but he mentions Rathalos. He's like, he's like, oh, what happened to your family? And he's like, Rathalos is all he says. And I think what's happening is you see it fly above, head overhead in their camp after they have their drinks. And I think that's oh. what's setting the, the uh, Aceroses on fire. I think oh, that's what's going okay, on. Okay, okay, okay. All right, that makes a little more sense. All right, they did this very poorly. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron Perlman shows yeah. up though with his like <coughs> flaming, flaming sword or whatever he has in. They're like directing traffic for them. Like, hey, stay over here. It's like the stampeding Inkies are coming or Aceroses are coming through. But then you uh, can call Ankylosaurs. That's easier to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Tony Jaw gets like hit off of a fucking cliff, you know, because they're they're doing the buffaloes running off the edge or whatever, and Tony Jaw just gets strapped by him. But luckily, she say he's saved by some chick coming in on a grappling hook. That's not Mia Jovovich. I like okay, and, uh, cool. That's somebody this else. Is, this was one of the few moments too where it's like okay, this is for the the game people who like this. That is, uh, she's just weirdly enough. A lot of people don't have names; they just have titles. But she's yeah. the handler. She is your 
your main like she's the quest giver of the game she's your main person who tells you what to do and where to go and like what what's up with the monster she's like just kind of your main like she's your main like uh person like base you know who's like telling you what to do yeah like exposition okay yeah yeah and it's like oh my god i know her i love her you know she's great and She's also swinging in there with the two other like recognizable characters. Like, oh my gosh, that's this that's the serious handler, and that's the ace cadet. I know these guys. They're in the movie for like two minutes, but I know them. Uh, meanwhile, you know, me and uh, Rob Roman, she's like saying to Rob, "Hey, thank you so much." And he's like, "Don't thank me yet." And then he pulls a fucking mind trap. Boom! Full punch to the fucking face. Roll credits, guys. <laughs> what do we think of Monster Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Mia's locked up now. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, this movie took a turn. Um, when the kitties show up? No. Meow, meow, meow. But yeah, eventually... In a couple minutes, actually. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, kitties are coming, Steve. Yeah, so she... Apparently, <coughs> they left a, I don't know, a stool or something, like, in her cell, and she uses that to bust the lock, which is like, well, yeah, why would you give her a stool? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, she starts sneaking around, finds her way to the kitchen. Ooh, there's a cleaver. I could use that for... Holy shit, is that cook a cat? <laughs> a giant a giant cat on two legs who's cooking. Um, so f- here's the fun facts for you. That guy's known as the Meowskuller Chef in the game. Yeah, because he's, he he's has a bunch very of Meowskuller. <laughs> he's, he's very Meowskuller. And he just he prepares all your meals. That's what he does. <laughs> he cooks steaks and good stuff for you. Uh, also, another fun fact, again, to add to the corniness is... All the like all the palicos and all the felines, just like all the cat creatures, they always ha- say cat puns. There's always a cat pun in there somewhere. So his is meowskular because he's muscular, but it sounds like meow. There you yes. go. <laughs> Very goofy. So they get ripped in half in the game all the time, right? No, <laughs> they just make really annoying puns. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, eventually Ron Perlman shows up and he apologizes. Like, I'm sorry. I talked to. You know, our, our, our friend Tony Jaw, and he says you're cool as shit. Um, and I'm like, oh, you speak English. That's much easier. <laughs> but, I don't know. Um, yeah, and they, they, he's like, someone else came over from your side. They spoke English. I made a study of it. That's why I'm totally fluent and I can speak it all the time. It's like, uh, that's very convenient. Thanks, yeah. Roman. Yeah. Well, that saves us a lot of time in subtitles uh, and charades. But, uh... He starts going on like, oh yeah, so ancient civilizations here could use the tower to go between the worlds, but if they were to do it now with these monsters, it'd be catastrophic or something. Uh, cat pun? I don't know. Catastrophic? <laughs> and he starts talking about uh, Rathalos, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, but Rathalos protects the treasures of the tower or whatever, I don't know. And uh, the, the ancient ones built the tower... Uh, and made Rathalos, and he protects, all the monsters protect the tower, but we have to shut it off or it's going to destroy both our worlds. How much less of the the game is that? Do you have to shut down a tower? Nope, nothing about that. Uh, Funny part about that, too, is just more, you know, gamer rant and stuff, but he's like, Rathalos is almost invincible. It's one of the strongest monsters. You can only hurt it before it breathes fire. And yeah, it's like just, the first of like five times you're going to hear it's vulnerable right before it breathes fire. And I'm like, yeah, they, okay, cool. Vulnerable really where? Like, I assume <laughs> in the throat because that's always what it is with dragons. But is it like, yeah. all right, you have to like hit it in the balls right as it's about to climax <laughs> with fire. And that's what will seize it up. 
<laughs> Blue and balls then, is the only way to defeat it. And then you no, climb but, uh, in the cave in the back of its head. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, the only reason I get to laugh at it too is like it's one of the strongest. You know, it's invincible. It's like Rathalos is a fucking jobber. You, he's one of the first guys you fight in most games. He's just like a kind of a nobody. He's just oh like, no, he's, he's the tutorial dragon. level. He's he's you know he's like. A, He's like when you graduate from the tutorial, is like, okay, this is like proves you know the game, fight this guy. It's like, now you're into the real game. You, you beat a Rathalos, you know? Nice. So it's just like, okay, okay, I guess, I mean, he's the most recognizable from the franchise, so, but they just kind of hype him up. I'm like, that's, mm, you know, whatever. Eh, it's a movie. Yeah, I can shrug it off. Yeah, yeah you, you got to get the, the stars out there. But anyway, but he's like, hey, all right, we're going to attack the tower, the tower at dawn. Cut to dawn. Uh, the team heads out, they go across, I don't know, Middle Earth, it seems. Like, there's, <laughs> like, this, fe- this fellowship of the Monster Hunter, they're going across the mountains, and you've got to get to Mount Doom. Right. They should have just hitched a ride with a giant eagle, am I right? <laughs> but, uh, apparently, apparently this movie has a rule where it's like, okay, each time of day is only allowed one scene. You had a daytime scene, we're going to a night scene. You had a night scene, you're going to a day scene. Right. <laughs> and nobody goes to the bathroom ever. But uh, the, the tower, uh, you know, that's like controlling the storm or whatever. And I don't know, they, they find some glass on the ground again. Like, all right, be alert. That means, you know, the, the Rathalos or whatever's nearby. And then they just like split up. And I'm like, yeah, split up. We can do more damage that way. <laughs> and then yeah. it starts raining. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And then Rathalos is in the clouds, and foo fire! Oh shit, he got one! Oh man, there's like, like, I, I don't know. It's your typical dragon fighting scene, you know. Like, uh, the only time they even kind of hurt is when they cut the wings a little bit, and they're pulling out like the, the double fire swords and putting them together. So it's really cool. They get like the cool elemental stuff, but I would. It's funny. I'm kind of glad you're taking it on, but you read my mind on that because I'm just like, I don't know. Just imagine how you fight a dragon that's kind of how the scene goes you know like it wasn't yeah. bad but it's just like it's another quote that comes to mind is i actually watched this with um summer and one of their friends our friend marie and she's like i think i've seen this before and when we finished it she goes yeah there's a reason i've seen this before but didn't remember any of it yeah <laughs> what's her exact quote it's like See, yeah it you happened know, with us kinda... too <laughs> yeah cook. exactly what the hell <laughs> yeah it's like oh there was a cat in this i don't remember shit about this yeah but it just it really does kind of like yeah you know cool fight scene in the moment but you're not going to really remember it yeah well so then okay so then there's a scene where like oh yeah vulnerable like right before right, right before he's about to blast in your face the fire and i swear mia jovovich like sticks the her flaming sword knives or whatever's like into the tonsils or something of the dragon but then she's like tossed off the cliff yeah, and then so that's like, when she starts that... falling through the portal or whatever but i'm like so the dragon not blow up from that, or what? 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 I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it wasn't the right timing. They should have been more specific. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so yeah, she falls off a cliff, and because it's the the storm or whatever, it's like she's just falling and falling and falling and falling, and then splat right back into real world. And I'm like, all right, well she's oh, dead. Black back to black with no noise back and forth. Yeah, cut yeah, yeah. yeah this to make it twice again. as long because runtime, runtime, runtime. Yeah, but then you know, as she's like coming to, she's like hearing noises. Oh, it's just the chopper! Get to the chopper! Yeah, it's it's I, I don't know Delta Team or whatever has found him now, and they're like, quick, get her inside. She's really fucked up. It looks like she fell from a great height, apparently. Well, yeah, and they like yeah. and they're like, Commander Artemis, 
Like Yeah, Captain like, Artemis, that's you? I like I, I feel like there was probably some subplot where she's been gone for like years. Th- that's what I was waiting to hear is like, you've been gone for six months and like, aha <laughs> Right? I knew it. <laughs> day night, day night, day night. Anyway. <laughs> but uh but yeah, they get her in like a little medevac or whatever. I'm like, hey, where, where's the rest of your team? And then fucking, oh shit, here comes another storm. And a fucking Rathalos comes out of there and just chomps the chopper in fucking half. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like. But then you just see a chopper just kind of like lazily fall down or whatever. And like, <coughs> you know, crash, but like control crash instead of being ripped in half. Yeah, apparently and, just uh, you can gently glide down with no wings. It's It's cool. Um, again, yeah. go, goes to show the theory, though, of don't be on Mila Jovovich's team. These guys run it for, like, three minutes and they're all dead. Yeah, right? dozens of vehicles, fucking tanks, just taken out by this uh, Rathalos just with its napalm breath. I, I did appreciate the way it took out the other plane. Oh, the flying headquarters? Where it, it yeah, yeah, where it ripped the wings off, like... They did a good job. It looked like it was ripping the rings, wings off another dragon, which makes sense, like, animal-wise. Yeah, that's a cool feature. You know, it's like, oh, this is a flying thing, and that's how we find other stuff. Do. Yeah. yeah, so while this thing's, you know, destroying all these, you know, tanks and hummers and cho- more choppers, because apparently there was, like, four choppers in the scene we, d- we didn't see until they were exploding. Um, uh, Mia, she just, like, you know, I don't know, pulls her IV out and walks out of the rubble, Pulls out her fucking grappling hook and uses that to, like, cut one of the wings up. Um, and then, I don't know, fires a flare into the mouth of uh, the Rathalos. Boom! And it's like, oh, shit. She finally got him, blah, blah. Nope, still fucking alive. Yep. And then Tony Josh shows up and he's firing his arrow you know, grenade arrows or whatever. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, and yeah, eventually they finally kill the Rathalos. And they do the fucking predator handshake. I kill son of a bitch. And uh, Ron Perlman shows up too. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> hey. And, you know, tosses Mia, like, her her giant sword now. And, uh, oh, looks like there's another storm coming. Yep, we gotta shut down that sky tower. That's the only way we're gonna be able to do it. And then the three, I don't know, charge up to take on the fucking super boss, the super Rathalos or whatever, and they go <laughs> running at it. Roll credits. God damn you, Paul W.S. Anderson, you do this every time. <laughs> Just when the real movie's about to start, that's when you say, uh-uh-uh, we see you in the sequel. <laughs> what, hey, the so Zeppelin army movie. just showed up to fight the three musketeers? Yeah. Roll credits. <laughs> Yep, um, although there's a little bit more. Did you guys stick around for the post-credits scene? We sure did. It takes oh, us away, yeah. Lewis. Okay, so we get a little bit more. So fun fact is, again, just a little bit nerdy fan moment, is that thing is called Gormagala, and it actually was the last boss of one of the games. Cool guy. Um, fun fact about him, too, is that uh, that dragon was inspired by Batman, according to the game director. Oh. <laughs> Which is, oh, he's sure. meant to have, like, his, his wings are supposed to be, like, a dark cape that he hides behind. Um, oh, but... I thought because uh, his parents were killed in an alley after watching Mask <laughs> of Zorro. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of monster hunters out there. Maybe someone killed his parents. <laughs> I mean, um, based on the number of monster hunters, we can assume his parents are no longer with us. Probably. Uh, probably, probably. Probably made a sword out of him or something. Uh, but we get a few, we get a little bit more scenes. We get uh, a scene where the Meowskular chef looks like he's about to help out and fight. Uh, you know, you got Ron Perlman, you got uh, Hunter and everyone, Mila, just... I'll get ready to go. And something that 
I'm pretty sure I know where this is going to go, because, first of all, the balls on them to sequel bait and not finish this, like, come on, guys, like, make a finished thing that people like before you try and sequel bait. But we get a mysterious cloaked figure who's up on the top of the mountains, and there's a few scenes we didn't mention where Mila Jovich actually has, like, a little Altoids tin type of thing that has a wedding ring in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, mysterious past. She also has a date tattooed on the back of her neck, and it said... Like, November 7th, I, I don't think they showed the year. I couldn't quite make it out. But yeah. my guess on that is, you know, just movie brain is like, okay, somehow her husband ended up in the monster world, I'm guessing. Like, mysterious disappearance. And I'm, I'm assuming that's him. I assumed he was part of Bravo Team. Oh, gosh, maybe. Yeah, he could have been. Right? That's okay. true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but uh, I, I, my guess would have been mysterious robed guys. He's, he's not a video game character, so it's like, ah, it's probably her husband or something. Probably. Yeah, so yeah, we'll. I guess we'll find out when Monster Hunter 2 comes out. Uh, let's see. Searching. Searching. Steve, Still I, searching. I've got some bad news for you. Huh? Oh, should we save it for fun facts? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, guys, that's uh, Monster Hunter. Uh, Lewis, would you recommend this movie? Kind of. Weirdly enough, I have my gripes. I will bitch all day at being like, this is not what a Monster Hunter fan wants. Like, what are you doing with this? And, you know, that's like... It's almost like a little bit annoying nerd talk because, I mean, it doesn't have to be for the video game fans. It would be nice. I mean, you figure that's why you would make the movie in the first place. But as far as, like, action movie goes, like, yeah, it's all right. But to me, the biggest flaw is, like, why is the beginning so dark? Why is it just, like, all them, <laughs> like, serious military stuff? They have, like, a speech about how they're soldiers and they got to keep fighting. They're, you know, the dr dramatic deaths, the spider infection stuff is, like, what are you doing? This should be, like, a just cool action movie like you don't need to go this bleak at the start it's just a weird choice but overall it's like hey eh, you can kill a day with it yeah so hey yes and no <laughs> yeah right uh, how about you guys so well, i'm actually really curious is to me i'm just going to be the guy who's like it's like when there's a movie based on a book you know it's gonna be the book person's gonna be like this isn't like the book or this is different or this is like the book but I want to know from people who don't know the franchise, like, is it a good movie outside of being based on a video game? Babe? Uh, n no. Okay. <laughs> it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. But there are... Ah, uh, this movie, like, as somebody who knows nothing about the video game, but knows a lot about, like, monster movies are my genre. I love a good monster movie. I'm a monster kid. Always have been. Give me a guy in a rubber suit every day. I'm into it. Um... They missed so many opportunities. Like, every time they had the opportunity to do something cool, they missed it. And it's just really, really, really a shame. And then hearing about the video game, oh my god, it could have been even better, even cooler than I was even thinking. <laughs> it's not the worst, but it's not good. There are so many better movies like this. Yeah, totally. Steve? By totally. the same the, the one director I... and star team, I would say. Like, like I, <laughs> yeah. I got serious vibes of like the other Resident Evil movies. Like, this, this. okay, the monsters were cool as shit. Like, yeah, like, yeah the monsters were well designed. Yeah, yeah. The world, it's it's interesting. <laughs> it's it's basic. Like you know, it's mm -hmm. basically like yeah, it's, it, it's Tremors world. You know, it's 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 Dune. Don't go on the sand, and you know, otherwise it'll find you. Like, but you got to be clever and get past blah blah blah. But at the same time, yeah, all the I hate to say it, all the human elements that I don't care for. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, like the army people, yeah, at the beginning or whatever. Like, and also just the fact of being PG-13, like, look, if you're going to go dark, go fucking dark. If you're going to go, a, 
apparently rated E for everyone like the game is or whatever. Do that. Yeah. Try to do the PG-13 right down the middle. You, you It's... Who's that for? Exactly. Yeah. 12 year olds? Exactly. Yeah, that's just it. Who was this movie yeah. for? It's not for the people that like the video games. Apparently it's completely different. It's not for people that are like, oh, cool, Monster Hunter. That sounds cool as shit. Oh, the, it's got the people that did Resident Evil. Those were all PG-13, right? Is she going to get Force <laughs> powers by the third one when they go to Vegas? <laughs> right. Uh, there's it's just very strange choices on it. Yeah. Um, but but if that sounds like your jam, I say go for it. Why not? It's uh you know it's not to just you know do internet review here, but the number one comment on like the Sony's official trailer for it on YouTube is there's not a single Monster Hunter fan that asked for this type of movie. You know, there was <laughs> there was no one who was clamoring for this is the tone they wanted. The the best parts of it honestly is so the monsters are like are, look a lot simpler in the games because this started on the PS2. This is a pretty actually I think even the PS1 was Monster Hunter 1 and they were like really simple designs but seeing them in like really high budget CG is like I love the way the monsters look I thought they looked great you know they looked just like they didn't like look too corny CGI I thought they did a great job on those and the costumes for the characters I knew and like the weapons like even though the weapons look very silly from the outside it's like hey this is like the stuff I'm here for like they they really brought that to life and like made realistic costumes and like and they made like the great sword like a little bit less silly but still like really big and like just different looking it's like that's what I like the most yeah yeah. yes yes exactly still over the top but like slightly more believable but i love that stuff the costumes the weapons the monsters themselves those were the highlights of the movie to me but other than that it's just as far as the actual movie goes it's just you know maybe the screenshots would be a better way to experience this than actually watching it just being like look how yeah. cool that looks look how detailed that is okay moving on yeah or like old youtube clips or something of like the fights yeah i don't know it's mm-hmm. yeah but yeah, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, baby. But when we come back, though, we have more beer. What? Fun facts. And what we learned from Monster Hunter. Hey, everybody. Are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at UntidyVenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? UntidyVenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hello, Gerald from Two Peas on a Podcast here. So you're listening to a podcast that you love right now. Chances are I love it too. In the independent podcast community, we all support each other, which is why you're currently hearing this promo. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about my show in the hopes that maybe you'll check it out. I welcome a different co-host each week, usually other podcasters, friends of mine, or random folks from the entertainment industry. Together, we count down our top five favorite things for whatever that week's topic is. It's often centered around music, movies, TV, and pop culture. We have over 250 episodes spanning nearly five years of programming, so there's bound to be something on our feed that's just for you. 
We release new episodes of Two Peas every Wednesday. For links to all of our content and to subscribe via your favorite podcast app, just go to our website. It's www.twopeasonapod.com. We can't wait to welcome you to the party. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where is my Nick Cage pissing fire podcast? Where's my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Steve Nizzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies. Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. I'm Lucian Greaves of the Satanic Temple, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve. Those are the greatest ads that have added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They get better every week. Uh, <laughs> babe, I don't know about you. I could go for another drink. Oh my god, I definitely need another drink. Well, in honor of our, our new podcasting couch slash futon that we have. Yeah, this is... Only, this is our first of our podcast sure on our new podcast couch. And so from Roja Brewing Project, we have their Big Green Couch Double Dry Hop Double IPA. Hey! Uh, let's see. Ours is our, blue, but okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll talk to <laughs> make a make a blue beer for us or, or something. Or do I just order a green cover for it now? I mean, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, our brewmaster couch surfed his way from Michigan to find magic on a big green couch in SLC. Aromatic Azaka hops make this double double dry hop double IPA a brewing ode to life serendipitous twist. Brewer secret Simcoe hop editions. Oh, bring a mm. bright citrus aroma. Pairs mm. with backpacks, sunset hikes, and aimless adventures. <laughs> uh, eight, so it is gonna taste like socks. Eight percent alcohol by volume. Let's see if it tastes like a spider cave. Uh, Matop. <laughs> oh, his top. Yeah. And the poor. I'll just do a little bit for you. All right. That's there? really good. All right. Uh, Lewis, because you probably have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, so Simcoe hops are a really strong, potent, uh, West Coast style hop. Like, it's one of those hops that, like, takes the enamel off your teeth that all, you know, like, Ooh. seven years ago everybody was super into. Um, some lucky people, like me get aromas of, and tastes of cat piss and cypress off of it, while other people get pine and grapefruit. What was the other oh. one you used to, the term you used to use? Horse blanket? Oh, no, Ew. horse blanket was for saisons. Saisons, that's right. That's, uh, right. That's, a, that's a real cilantro situation where it's like, I don't know mm. what you're getting, but it's not the same as me. These eggs up here? Mm. You know, it smells <laughs> yeah. more yeah, you know cypress yeah. than cat piss. Yeah, yeah, more uh, more citrusy and... Yeah, definitely a little bit of pine, but yeah, not like super funky by any means. No, it's got like a little bit of a weed taste at the end to me, which is the Simcoe. But uh, Sticky, yeah, icky, icky. it's not too bad. Ooh, wee. You've had much worse. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, Roja Brewing Project's 
Big Green Couch Double Dry Hop Double IPA. Man, that's actually pretty good. You'll get you drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to put on, because I am a certified beer judge, I had to put on my listing that I'm Sim- Simcoe sensitive. <laughs> there you go. Well, would either of you be interested in any fun facts about this movie? I don't know, Steve. Are they fun facts, super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. I would, I would love to hear some fun facts. Excellent. Well, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Lewis, what do you think the critics rated? <laughs> How many of the critics Ooh. thought this movie was good? <laughs> okay, I actually didn't cheat on this one. I wanted to be a little bit surprised. So if I'm going to guess, I, I don't know. I'm probably being generous here, but I'm going to say 40%. Is he? Um, sorry, I was just thinking about how it's called Big Green, Big Green Couch and it somehow doesn't taste like cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, must have dogs. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, and the critics do think of this movie? Of course. Okay. This, is, this is a major release, babe. This is one of the, the bigger Sony. ones of 2020. Alright, alright, alright. Um, I am going to go with my super generous 17%. Lewis is closest 44% with the critics. Really? Oh, huh. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. But nobody gives a fuck about the critics. What about that audience score? All those fans yearning for kitties to nurse them back to health in Monster Hunter. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm going to go on this one because because it's a video game and video game people live on the internet. I'm And I'm going to incline to believe that they're going to review bomb this because people were not happy about it. You know, it's not what Monster Hunter was. I'm going to guess like 10%. Ooh, that's low. All right, Izzy. I'm going to take the over with my super generous 17%. <laughs> Guys, audience score is 70%. This is what? a fresh movie, according to the audience. What? What, what did oh the Snyder God. bros get in on there? I mean, that's a really surprising. Wow. Yeah. You know they just is? were really the hoping. Jovovich fan clubs. Fuck yeah, it is. Woo! Yeah. They're just trying to get it around that 69%. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe it's just because they got that sequel tease at the end. They're like, maybe we pretend we like it. They'll make another one. We want to know what happens. <laughs> I want to know what happened to Meow Skiller Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Any guesses on the budget for this movie? Keep in mind, it's Paul W.S. Anderson. He's known for uh, making profitable video game adaptations. Mm, true, true. I mean, people like those Resident Evil things. Um, I'm worse off on knowing, on knowing movie budgets. Izzy, can you go first? Oh, I'm terrible. I'm going to say a million dollars in a six-pack. Uh, like, Lewis, how about you? Ooh, again, I'm also bad at this, but I'm going to... I mean, with the fancy-ass CGI and some major names, we're going to guess three million? Three, sixty million, guys. Come on, this is a big-budget oh movie. We don't know it's, what oh, movies it's cost. It's 80% CGI. Mia Jovovich doesn't roll out of her director husband's bed for less than a million. <laughs> okay, you know, fair, 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 fair. But her director husband's U- U.S. gross, fifteen point two worldwide gross, forty two point six floppity flop flop flop. Ooh, yeah, I don't think we're getting that sequel anytime soon. Yeah, uh, director Paul W. S. Anderson cast his wife Mia Jovovich as the lead in Monster Hunter. What shocking! Wow, shocker! Uh, yeah, following the success of their previous collaborations on the Resident Evil film series. This was the sixth time Anderson has directed Jokovic uh, in leading roles after four Resident Evil films and three Musketeers. Woo! Hey! Wait, I haven't seen that movie. I'm I'm a little confused. How was she? Was she a Musketeer? Uh, yeah, she's um, Milady Milady Winter. 
I think like that oh. that character that pops up in, uh, in some of the sequels in the literature or whatever. Ah, uh, I see. I see. I'm like, did they really change the Three Musketeers that much? No. <laughs> okay. No, no. Okay. No, uh, <laughs> highly recommend checking out the Three Musketeers. It's the 2011 version. Um, yeah, it's 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 out there. It's it's pretty sweet. I, I really it's enjoy it. Christoph Waltz great. is uh, Cardinal Richelieu. Okay. And, okay. and Orlando Bloom is also a bad guy. You'll love it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hey. I always think that Orlando Bloom has the... Does he have, like, the thin mustache and goatee? Because I always figured that would work well for... Bad he guys. totally does. <laughs> yes. And, uh, spoilers, he's the king of England. <laughs> but... <laughs> er, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's right. He's the king of England, yep. and he really knows how to how to ham it up. It's pretty Oh, sweet. yes. Uh, Sounds T- wonderful. T.I. Uh, says that his youngest son convinced him to hop on board because he's a fan of the games. There you go. T.I. is the one who had the uh, little spiders erupt out of him. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, son, I got infected with spiders and died a horrible death. It's like your game, right? His son's like six, like, oh my god, daddy. Where are the cats, dad? What happened? (laughs) Yeah, so this movie was released on December 18th, 2020. And not long after its theatrical release in China, the film was pulled from cinemas and subsequently banned. What? Wait, Anybody wait, remember why? why? This was like a this was like a thing for like a month. Is it just because they didn't want people to get exposed to COVID? It's because of a joke in the film that was deemed insulting. What? Here it what? is. What are my knees? What um, kind of knees are these? Chinese. Was that in this version that we watched? Nope, it was not. Okay. I don't think it was in my version either. Yeah, because I'm pretty okay. sure after, after you know, the moneymaker of China was like, nope, take it out. That's that's why we didn't remember the songs being so fucking long. Yep. Because they had, oh my god, now I remember extra why I hated this movie. <laughs> yeah, so this caused the film to be review bombed on several platforms and uh, even received accusations of racism. What? That's a very, uh, it, oh, I don't want to say something's not racist, but that's like, that's so I mean, boring and like lame i mean it kind of is but i don't know yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah anyway so now we reach the most important part what did we learn from monster hunter uh lewis is our guest would you like to go first absolutely i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with what i've already said but do not be on mila jovich's team if you see her go the other <laughs> way stop volunteering quit your job it is not worth it you will not survive Steve gets a text. Hey, it's Mia Jovovich. I was wondering if you could join my team. Nope. No. Never. <laughs> block. 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 <laughs> Report a spam. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, babe? Sorry. One more time. What did you learn from Monster Hunter? Oh, I had to learn something from this movie. You know, the name of our podcast is everything I learned podcast. from movies. So. <laughs> I learned that now apparently I want to play the game. Right. <laughs> They're also, a good, fun, goofy game. They're they're good. Like the the mainline ones are kind of hard. You know, they're a little bit obtuse to get into just because some of the fights are tough. But especially like if I'm gonna recommend one, stories, Monster Hunter stories, great. Like you would love it. It's it's again a Pokemon knockoff, but a good Pokemon knockoff. See, and I love Pokemon knockoffs because I basically exclusively play handhelds. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good one for it. It's it's on the Switch too. Oh, perfect. Oh. Now he's talking my language. Also, <laughs> Cat Chef. Yeah, 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 Chef. They were really yeah. hiding the star of this movie. Like I, <laughs> right? I, I think when Cat Chef gets on a good project, 
it's, it's going to be, or was it Meowskular Cat? He's going to have his own chef. spinoff. He could have been in the Iron Claw movie. Yes, Iron Claw. <laughs> Good old sad. Meow Von Eric or whatever. <laughs> Maybe it wouldn't have been as sad. I don't know. Just guessing. Fun, fun nerdy fact, too, about that is uh, they did a DLC for that Monster Hunter World game that had the Meowskular Chef. Uh, and you went to a cold environment, and it was a grandma cat who made you, like, cold, warm, comforting stews. <laughs> that was the oh, new chef it. in that one. She is adorable. Well, the other thing I learned was uh, even napalm doesn't get that hot. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, gosh, I forgot. We, we all learned some medical stuff, too. We, uh, we learned about... Uh, you know, gunpowder uh, use, being used to seal up a wound. Perfect oh, yeah. Idea. Yeah, you roll an ankle, just put some gunpowder on it, set it off. <laughs> or jam some wasabi in your open uh, wound. Yeah. Uh, uh. Well, Lewis, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Um, oh, my I pleasure. understand you uh, also have a social media presence of some sort? Uh, a little bit here and there, you know, like, uh, most of it, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a wife guy, you know, well, spouse guy at this point, you know, I got, uh, I mostly just like to promote my partner stuff. Like, I got, I got a little bit of stuff here and there, you know, like I've, I've done some Twitch streams here and there, you know, on, uh, I go with, uh, Mega Squid is what it's called. I'll do that with my twin sometimes. Uh, but I don't do it too much, you know, we have some old YouTube videos, but haven't been keeping up with it as much as we'd like. We, we may start up a podcast someday, but don't hold it to me. But most oh. of my plugs are going to be for my lovely partner, Summer, uh, who you can find them at Falkencraft. And that's F-A-L-K-E-N-C-R-A-F-T. And that's on just about everything. They're on Instagram. You know, they're on Facebook. Uh, they got uh, Etsy. And, or not Etsy, but they have their own, you know, uh, website to sell their stuff. But if I'm going to plug anything, you know, I'm going to go with Summer stuff. They, they do amazing art. Uh, they do a lot of jewelry. Their stuff is great. You should check it out. Yeah, check them out, guys. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, n- not really X anymore, but I am on the Blue Skis and Facebook yeah. under Ooh, Untidy Oh, do you actually have any, by chance, do you have any invites to that? We just got on, like, two weeks ago, it, so no invites uh, quite when, yet. <laughs> when we have invites, you'll be, oh, oh, we got, I have oh. an invite. Oh, shit, really? You know what? Obscenity now. There you go. Oh, sweet. Well, thank you. Does Summer need one, too? Or does Summer care? Uh, Summer would not care. All right. I'm going to speak for them, but I'm like 99% certain they wouldn't care about Blue Sky. All right. You're on the Blue Skis now. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. There you go. Uh, Yeah, so follow me everywhere. Steve, where can we find you? Oh, you can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. Or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, Patreon, and Blueski at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. Uh, yeah, guys, we're gosh, we're wrapping up February here, going headlong into Marky March. But it's not Mark Marky Wahlberg March. movies this time. Oh, it's going to be Mark Hamill. It's going to be great. Yeah. Did you guys know Mark Hamill started in movies that aren't Star Wars? What? Yeah, those, those early 90s. Oh, man, we're going to get some good ones. Yes, Steve, you- duh. Corvette you took Summer. the joke right out of my mouth. I was going to say, he's been in other stuff besides Star Wars? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Corvette Summer. But we already talked about that one. We did talk about Corvette Summer. No, we fell down a Mark Hamill rabbit hole a couple months ago, and we have to share it with the world. Yeah. I'm excited How do you fall down a Mark Hamill rabbit hole, Is he? Tubi. Tubi was like, we saw you watched a movie with Mark Hamill in it. Did you know we have like 20 more of them for free? Please watch them. <laughs> Somebody has to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like literally steve came down and was like 
what are all these movies added to the watch list? See if they're all Mark Hamill movies. We need to watch them. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Lewis. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from Movies. Bye, everybody. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye.